Hello, 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 and hello, and hello, hello, and welcome. I'm Daniel. I'm here to talk to you about some hardcore. That's a fuck ton of hellos there. By, by Michael. <laughs> what? <laughs> Michael, um, Michael Bolton. Known, not, Michael Bolton. Was Michael, now known as Benny and the Wax. Yeah. Michael Bolton. Let's just change your name to Mike instead of Michael. You know? <laughs> What? I like how you just recycled a joke you said five minutes ago. <laughs> I know. Yeah, but we weren't on the we, air. Were, we were recording it at that point in time. Why should I change? He's the one who sucks. And we're also joined by Jeremiah over here. We're all drunk on tiredness. It's seriously, oh, like it. I don't know if it's just the winter or these like random like snow like, storms that we're getting storms, mixed. Like, yeah, mixed with ice and rain and whatever else uh, the elements want to throw at us. But dude. fuck, man, I just want to take a nap. Uh, See, at all times, is real, real in my bones. So right yeah, I was telling Dan uh, before you got on on uh, online that I was I was working out this morning uh-huh. and for some reason just burst into tears. That's weird. Why Why did you do that? Uh, he's sad. He's sad, Benny. Well, I mean that. Yeah, yeah I know that. But any other particular reason? Like... Well, no, no. Well, I mean, like it's so just, just for transparency. Uh, I have to go, and I'm I'm fine, but I have to go for like an MRI on. On thir- Thursday. Oh no! And I ha- I get them every single year. Like, it, it, it's just standard protocol. Okay. It's all good. Uh, but <laughs> I just I wasn't expecting it. I, I got the call, like uh, m- t- days today, Monday. Yeah. I got the call, and I just wasn't really expecting it. Jeez. And I was like, fuck, because I th- I mean I just I totally had forgotten about it, and I had to drive to London, which is a pain in the fucking ass, especially. And that's like I- over the sea. <laughs> that, yes, London, that's where that's where Canada is, sir. Daniel. Um, so it, it took an hour and a half, like two hour, two hours away, depending. And my mom is gonna go with me, which is nice. But yeah, I it's why of the weather it's a pain in the fucking ass. Sounds why like do it. you have to go so far? Aren't there hospitals near you? You could okay. Use? So Uh-oh. story time with Benjamin. Let's go. Um, so last year, um, my local like medical like, facility establishment the, the company whatever they got compromised uh like hacked and they like basically a bunch of like information was was like was like lost and they got really really behind because they basically had to do a lot of things by paper and not digitally um so they're really behind so i usually get my mris done locally um but because of the compromise in information and what happened last year, I uh, they were forced to move me um, out of the like, out of the city, um, and it's in London, which is like two hours. Which is like, if you drive quickly, it's an hour and a half away. So we will see. But that's a that's a no long deal. car it, ride. It just it's a it's a pain. Yeah. So I think that they have work, which is fine, I guess. Um, but uh, I was pretty close to taking Friday off too. Then, on this, but I knew, and you guys know this. Like, it's, I didn't want to be behind because I knew for a fact if I took off Friday too, I'd be really behind, and I have to fucking get, like work on the weekend. Um, and that's not something I want to do. I don't blame you. I, who wants to work on the weekend? That that sure shit ain't me. That's for sure. Well, make sure you check out Buckingham Palace while you're there. Yes, please. Say say and hi. St. Paul's Cathedral is really nice. Say hi to the Palace Guards for me, please. Um, and yeah. also get yourself some teen crumpets. Maybe uh, oh, some, yeah, that'd be awesome. Maybe some bangers and mash. Maybe you can't expect we'll Americans see. to know anything about Canada. Fuck you. <laughs> you say fuck you to me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I literally said. <laughs> I know. We're just giving you shit, Benny. Listen, we're tired. We we're are. Tired. We're, we're very Dude, tired. I, that's what I'm happy that this is like a very, very, like, sh- I guess, like, short and well, I won't say sweet because I'm assuming that um, some, some people here <clears throat> have not so sweet words about this record. You don't, know, totally an- you don't know anything about me. You, yeah, you, you, you don't know my life. Doing. So, my modern it's my, life. My, it's, it's, my war. To pick, it's my turn to pick like, the album that we review. And I was debating between two. So, give a little peek behind the curtain. My two choices that I had in mind. Were Carly Ray, uh, Jepsen's Emotion, and mm-hmm. then Modern Life is War's uh, Witness. And we haven't really done hardcore at least as long as Shakuna and myself has been on the podcast with Dan. And for, 
keep me honest, guys. I'm pretty sure we had a, hard, a hardcore band went with wait a second. while we've been all together. Wait, wait a second. What would you consider or what would you classify uh, that last album that we reviewed of yours? Uh, it was the the Re- bats. Oh fuck me. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying like, didn't isn't that considered hardcore? So that is. So I wow. I'm see. I'm just totally fucking spaced. So maybe. So I usually bring in like hardcore or pop music. So I think that's usually like the last one I did was I think it was Kesha. What, what was no, so, Kesha wasn't. Oh, I mean, well, Kesha was definitely an album that you did bring into the mix in terms of 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 us reviewing, but it wasn't the last album that you brought. Okay. Well, either way, this album is is hardcore. Um, it's from a band called Modern Life Was War, um, an American hardcore band, um, out of Marshalltown, Iowa. So, in 2002, uh, my, my lives were uh, had like a, like a six-year original run. Um, the band released three uh, full-length albums and one subtitled seven-inch EP. Um, despite a growing profile on the underground um, hardcore circuit and game, um, gaming critical acclaim d- during numerous outlets, uh, my life is war announced its disillusion uh, on MySpace in early 2008, and however, the band reunited in 2012. MySpace, so, you say? The, that website? Yeah, where where you? Where you made I, I that? saw that and I had to use that as as, as like a benchmark to like how I guess like old we 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 are because <laughs> I mean old. no I mean I used to I remember like going to war tour and like bands were like go check it out MySpace and it just was it just it's wait wasn't there was a, to, wasn't there a MySpace time. stage at at Warped or am, there am was I, there okay there I was, was like couple. I was gonna say I'm like I'm I'm trying to think of like if I was. Right in that search or not? Okay, yeah. Okay, never mind. I don't ever recall being like a Facebook stage at War Tour. I, I feel like MySpace that. was more. To, I think MySpace was originally for music only. Like it was for bands only. I think then it kind of like it no. it branched out to being like for like for everyone. I'm pretty sure it started as like a, a, like a music band, like like space for bands to promote the music. I could be fucking wrong. Don't quote me that, but I'm pretty confident that's what it used to be. Well, I mean, that, that sounds right. Uh, however, I don't think it was. I mean, in terms of like popularity, it was definitely not for bands at that point in time. Once like once it really, really blew up. At least I don't. I don't think so. I think like Last FM at that point in time was like really the the pinnacle of discovering music, and and then like MySpace was like the way to promote it. See, I never went to that that site ever. So, I mean, I think it depends on uh, on the person, but yeah, you, you could be totally right. You mean but... tell me you never had a Last FM page? Never, never nope. scrub, never scrabbled some music. Scrabbled? Yeah, yeah. I also have not until recently when I found out they do the little grid thing. Oh yeah, yeah, that's cool. Um, that, so, I did that this year. That's the first time I've ever used. Last that's FM. hilarious. I used to use Last FM all the time. So, so quick, quick little uh, history lesson for you. So, Last FM basically was a way for you to categorize all the music that you listen to and then it would recommend other bands based upon like whatever you listen to so in order to nice. do that you'd have to download like a secondary plugin and it was called a scrobbler and then it would basically read the metadata from whatever song you were listening to and then it would send it over to the website and then would catalog it that way so basically like the think of like the very early 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 years of like spotify and napster and all those mm-hmm. only more um, more data driven than actually like music player because the thing is like you couldn't listen to any of the music on Last FM. It would just recommend something to you, and you'd have to go and find said music to go and listen to. Mm-hmm. So yeah, nice. Yeah, but it was I don't know cool. where this, this is kind of like, kind of off topic a little bit here. But whenever I want to find like find like music, this is like after like Na- like Napster and after like Limewire, I used to search blog spots. Um, oh shit! For yeah. Some reason, it, it was, I felt like I was being like just so secretive and, and so like, like insider because I would just search like oh like like the Wonder Years, uh like on Blogspot and I remember like I, that's where I downloaded uh it gets soaked on it, which is the album that came before uh before the Upsides yeah uh, way back when and that's when I first got into them I'm like oh my god did you also find that yeah. on your on your GeoCities page by chance did you have to use your 56k dial-up modem to access the internet? It probably was along those lines. Yeah, it just it just. I'm just it, tossing a bunch of random point. like '90s obscure references that like how we, probably how half we, our audience is now. Music like then, like compared to now, is 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 fucking crazy. <sighs> We're old guys. Anyways, okay, let's let's talk about this album, eh? Hey. So, we can get right into the first one. Let's um, do it. For, 
I so, believe. Yep. So the it's first. Cold. So I'm I'm playing this uh, just in full transparency to anyone that is a fan of this band. Uh, I'm playing the remastered version of this album, so it has a total of nine songs. Uh, so I'm I'm assuming that's the same amount of songs that's on the original album. Yes. Yep. Benny. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I'm I'm, yep. I'm just making sure. So yeah, in case anyone's like wondering, like, why is this song a little bit different than the original? It's because I'm playing the remastered version. Anyways, so uh, the first track on the album is called "The Outsiders," aka "Hell Is for Heroes," Part One. Let's give it a quick little listen. I guess I'll go first on um, this one. So this is like my favorite song like, on the album, which I think is, is is sort of rare, I think, for the most part, like for just like, overall, overall like, like albums for bands, but this is my favorite song. I, I think it has a lot of like, a lot of good quote, quotable like lyrics um, in it. Um, I remember when I first heard this, like, and when I first was like trying to be like, like a cool hardcore core dude, um, one of the like, tattoos I, I wanted um, was if you want to have it all, you have to let it all go. It never ever happened. Um, but I just remember like that, like really speaking to me. Um, and I remember at the time, it kind of reminded me of 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 a Fight Club, uh, like quote as well. When I, I believe when he's like uh, pouring like the, um, like the like what was it? Like, uh, he pours like the is it is it? It's not not acid. But he pour, when the, when the narrator pulls it on himself, um, in in the kitchen, and he's saying that like it's like without pain, without sacrifice, you have nothing, and it kind of reminded me of of like that like, quote in, in in the movie. But yeah. anyway, it's, it's I think it's a great song, um, and I, I love like lyrically, I think it's great. Um, but I'm very curious to hear what you guys think. Daniel, you want to go first? Sure. Okay. Um, the backing music's kind of drones on to me. Uh, sure, it's got a little good energy and positive lyrics, and the only positive lyrics almost on the album. It doesn't do much for me as a first-time listener. I bet it slays live, and I can see this is probably an anthem that the fans of this band love. Yeah, so I'm actually going to side with Benny uh, on this one. I, I think this was... So I was... So as as I think I think as you guys all know I'm not like a real big fan of hardcore. I, I love post hardcore, uh, like bands like Thursday. Holy shit! Like I cannot get enough of them. And I think the reason why is because I need a chorus or something that bridges all of like the kind of droning screaming that goes on through most of these songs. Like sure. like like bands like Under Oath. Although that's definitely I wouldn't consider that to be a post hardcore band. I'd, I'd consider them more no. screamo than anything else. But at this at the same time too, it's like. There's a lot of screaming that goes along with it, and but yet there's something else that kind of like peppers it in to like just kind of like bridge the whole song together, right? And I feel like with hardcore, at least in terms of a genre, and and I know there's gonna be fans of hardcore that are gonna completely disagree with me on this one, but I I think that there is too much similarity in a lot of their in a lot of their work that it it becomes very very hard to decipher what is the uh, what where, where one track starts and another track ends, um, sure. and and I think there are a, a few examples in this album that that personify that. <laughs> that said, this song fucking slaps. Like I I was I was going into this with very very mixed emotions because I was like I I I knew from previous experience that I w- probably wasn't going to like this album at all. Uh, but when I first heard this song, I'm like, okay, we're we're you know what uh starting off strong Let, let's see where the rest of this album goes um but yeah that this uh i probably i would agree with benny on this one i think this is my my favorite song off the album as well so i'll take that as a win because even if you like one song Shakuna, like, I, I i i'm good i'm good fair enough stop the podcast right now um so guys um thank you for listening um Shakuna likes hardcore all right and we're out of here thanks oh so, sorry so i'm just like, like just for a second so Last time I saw them. No podcast is over. We're done. <laughs> time to flip the yeah. record over. Th- thank you, Dan. <laughs> so there was a, a venue in Michigan, I forget where it's a, it's like a skate shop, but I forget what it's Modern called. Modern Skate and Surf? That sounds really familiar. Okay. 
So I I believe that's where I saw him last. And as soon as they started like playing, like the, like the first note, the fucking P, like the PA, all the electronic, like, it just cuts and it does not work. So it's it's typical. Like it, it seems like a very very hardcore ish thing to happen, but mm-hmm. the whole time he just sang with his like with his chest basically, like no no mic, and it was like entire like gang vocal. Your stomach. What was that? You're supposed to sing from your stomach. That's right. If, you, if you're, you're singing hardcore, oh. yeah. Fine. So sing from your stomach. <laughs> the I'm bowels sorry. of your soul. Uh, but I'm just saying that 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 show was probably like, one of my favorite horror coaches ever, just because well, I was with like my best friend um, and at the time too, and he actually is the one who got me into the into this band, mm-hmm. and we saw that live, and it just was fucking crazy. Because like, you know, like hardcore kids. I don't know if you've been to a hardcore show, Shakuna. Like, oh yeah. Like it's, Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm just like it's some some of these kids are fucking crazy. Of course they um, are. And it just was like just like, piles on piles, like, just piles and piles of hardcore kids going going fucking crazy, singing the lyrics, and it, it was a pretty iconic moment. And once the song played, it was fucking insanity. <laughs> oh, I bet. I I completely believe that for sure. All right, gentlemen. Uh, I say we move on to uh, track number dos. You know, those who speak Spanish, that'd be two. Uh, this song is called. Martin Atchet, I believe, or maybe it's it's me at at Ket. I think it's Atche or Atche. Sure, sure, why not? I'm not sure what the go ahead. Spelled A T C H E T. You, someone will probably correct us somewhere in comments somewhere. Anyways, let's give this a listen. Please. Oh shit! No. So I love the ease into it from the last song. It's seamless. Guitar parts and drums are really drilling it hard on this one, and I love it. I dig this song way more than the first one, and I know this is gonna hurt fans. <laughs> I also want to read the book that it's based off now, which is called Skins, and it's about yes. a skinhead. Uh, the drums are fun as fuck in this one. Like he is, he is carrying a lot of this album. To be honest, I'll get into more of that later, but. Mm. Yeah. Damn, the drums are drilling. Completely so, agree. So I'm gonna go Shakuna, but I was gonna like You're just back off of what he just said. So um yes, yeah, so the song is referencing to a character from Peter Mulligan's novel Skin, um, who was an early seventies skinhead. Um and I'm gonna butcher like what he has, but a skinhead with Fomelia? FOMO. Fear of missing out. Oh um, man. So I didn't get them new effect. Pokemon cards. So it's a birth defect um, caused by uh, caused by use of. Okay, this is what I've. This is what I, I read. So okay, it's even true. Sure. But a birth defect caused by a use for a certain sleeping pill used in the seventies, which caused him to um, have no arms and other mutations. Holy fuck! Um, at the end of the book, um, Martin. Oh, I'm. I'm not going to say because if he wants to read it, I want to read it. I'm not going to say it. So, it. it, it, it at the end dark. of the book, he grows arms. He grows and his arms. heart grew the three end. sizes that day. Um, so I love like just like the emotion and the and the chaotic chaotic energy of the song. Um, I do feel a certain connection um, to Martin in a way, um, just because like, don't say in that my he's life, a skinhead. Yeah, please don't well, say that. No, just like, in my life, like I, like, I being they call it like a name that they call it like a monster. Like I, I can definitely relate to being like judged um, okay. by how I look. So. I kind of related to Martin and the song in that way, which is why I, I, I do enjoy the song. And he also thinks that Hitler did nothing wrong either. So there, therefore. Whoa, 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 how, uh, the, as I mentioned before, my, my biggest fear or not, my biggest qualm with hardcore is always is once again how one song starts and one song ends and you don't really know when those two kind of lines intersect. Granted, yes, there is a, a nice seamless transition between uh, this song and obviously the first track. Uh, 
but there is a lot more there's a lot more differences and similarities uh to the previous song um the the, the guitars are super chaotic i love the, the the weird drum patterns um and also i was like this is the part where i kind of and, and i'll mention this more as we get into the rest of the the uh, the track listing here uh, there are moments here where I didn't feel like super energized about what I was li- what I was hearing, so I was very similar to how you, Benny, in the past would kind of dog on an album that we were listening to and would try and find something that you could kind of glean, glean out of it positively through lyrics. Sure. That's when I started kind of digging into the lyrics for this album because I was like, well, at least if if I can't find anything that I really enjoy about the music of it, let me see if I can find something I can glean off of the lyrics, right? And like and the lyrics on this song are very, very interesting. And I didn't know it was a, uh, there was a story that was actually behind it. Um, it felt more like a, um, I would say, you, you know, as, as political as this may sound, like a leftist anthem, like of, of just like basically wanting to like go and like just beat the shit out of people that like are like, like, uh, you know, like neo-Nazis and shit like that. Like, and, but it didn't realize it was about a skinhead. So therefore, um kind of changed my mind about that all of a sudden but uh the the one the one lyric that I that I picked out of it that I was like I was like oh shit like this guy means fucking business uh it's like very towards the end of uh the the lyrics or the end of the song that says uh are you a messenger boy no I'm the judge and jury and if you're going to call the cops you better fucking hurry I was like holy shit like this dude is um this dude's not fucking around um yeah. so I was like so yeah as, as someone who uh, doesn't like authority, like that's that's one of those things where I was like, oh shit, I'm like, I, I can kind of connect that to at least a little bit, but yeah, it's good. Cool. Yeah, I would say probably my, my second favorite song on the album. Let's do it. All right, track cool. Three, which is Jimmy John's. Jimmy <laughs> Jimmy John's uh, freaky fast sub, uh, subway sandwiches. Oh, sorry, sorry. Papa John's and Jimmy Choo. <laughs> Papa John's. It's close. Better better ingredients, better pizza. Papa John and Jimmy. Uh. This song's called John and Jimmy. Let's give it a quick little uh, listen. Hold on. I got to cue it. Oh, shit. I didn't cue it. Oh, I, I am so unprofessional. Oh, uh, we were freaky fast. We are not freaky fast this time. Here you go. Here's some music. Um, so Go ahead. I don't know if this is for a fact, but it seems like maybe like a, like a friend or like a brother, um, or like a, like, a, like someone going off going off to war, and like the narrator, the narrator or, or the person singing in the song is singing, oh yeah, like I'm just I'm just in a band, so like you're going off to war and doing like this like very noble thing, and I'm just in a band. Um, but one of my favorite favorite, like, favorite lyrics um, in John Jimmy um, is because um, we all do what we gotta do, boys. Um, we're all doing, we're all doing whatever we can, and I think it's very simple, but also very relatable, even outside of any talk about war. If this is in fact about that, right on, uh, Daniel. Your thoughts on this? I took it as a different. Uh, I mean, I guess the first line of the song is about neighbor boys home from the war, but. Uh, with the newspaper thing and holding the gun and i was like is this about a school shooting and what the fuck's going on i knew i had no idea what was going on with this song sure um but uh without lyrically understanding what was going on or if he was telling another story the guitars are doing some magical warbling in this in the intro is oh yeah fuck on this song makes me want to fight someone <laughs> yeah right it, it definitely feels like a, a circle pit song does it not yeah. Yeah. Um, Doesn't most hardcore though like, make you want to like want to fight someone? I mean, no, no. There's hardcore that makes you want to cry. There's hardcore that makes you want to make out. There's okay. hardcore that makes you want to just stand up and look at a beautiful tree and realize that inside that tree something is growing deeper than what's inside us, and that there's nature growing through it. Dan, I got bad wow. news for you. You're not listening to hardcore. You're watching Bob Ross. Isn't that the same thing? No, <laughs> no, no, it's not. This is a happy little tree. Let's name it. That's right. His name is Clyde. <laughs> Fucking tree. Love you. 
fuck you. <laughs> I can't yeah. do it because I'm Let's sick. Let's make a hardcore band based off Bob Ross. Let's oh my god, it. that'd be amazing. We could get like a uh, custom merch of like Bob Ross with like like a beat up face and just like uh, and bloody knuckles. It'd be great. No, no, what we do right here, me out. Okay, I'm listening. Go on. All right, everyone that goes to a Bob Ross hardcore show, that's the name of our band, Bob Ross Hardcore. Is they wear a white shirt and everyone uh-huh. gets paint. And while you're in the pit smashing, everyone's just painting on each other. Yes. And at the end of the show, we donate all the money from those white shirts to art schools. Hell yeah. Okay. You, you know what? I, I think you got me sold here, Dan. I'm going to learn how to yeah. play hardcore music. Yes. Let's help out some kids. Um, okay. Check out our new band, Bob Ross Hardcore. That's right. Uh, come, oh. We're coming for you, First Grade Fight Club or whatever. Oh, yeah. We're going to tour with First yes. Grade Fight Yeah. There you go. We're, Bob Ross Hardcore. We're, we're doing a first grade fight club. We're doing it. It's happening. All new for twenty twenty five. Okay. So yeah, my thoughts on this song. Um, I didn't like it. This was this was the moment where I was like, okay, um, we we had a nice two song high and then just like crashing down to earth. And I think it was because it was just first and foremost, a it it didn't feel like. There was any structure there whatsoever. It just felt like everyone's like, hey, we're just going to play like random ass fucking like odd time signatures and odd tempos and random chords. And it it just felt like uh, like a three year old got their hands on like an electric guitar and, and just like and just just strummed openly. It was weird. I don't know. Have I, you ever listened to Between the Barry to me? I can't say I have. <laughs> It's math metal and like oh that one's like a guitarist playing something completely different and I'm like there's an album I really like but called Alaska by them but the rest of the stuff I'm like what the fuck is happening here? wait is, isn't that math rock though technically yeah, speaking math rock, okay yeah. okay I was like is there yeah, but it's is metal. there math they're going fast as hell it's fair but isn't that the whole point of math rock is that like it's supposed to be like I know. okay I I it's just not for me it's it's not for me part. either into between the barrier to me Dan huh. I thought you'd be into. Uh, I like the album Alaska, and it was weird okay. because I I found that one. I'm like, this is sick, and then I listened to like I think Colors. Is, let me look, and I was like, this is not for me. Never mind. Mm, sad face. I All right. I bought one of the records uh, like a long time ago, just on, on a whim, and at that point in time, I was kind of getting out of hardcore a little bit, but mm-hmm. I thought I would just like try and like, like still like. Like, like, like trying to listen to it, and I never—I don't think I listened to it once. And that's, that's the album that I ended up like selling um, for like quadruple the price. Oh, Holy yeah. shit! Nice, good for you, man. So I, th- I think I got it. I think I bought it for like twenty-five bucks, and I'm like selling it for two hundred. So I was like, nice. Yeah. <laughs> if you're listening, thank you for buying that. <laughs> thank you. You you, uh, you helped pay uh, Benny's mortgage for that month. Congratulations. You, you, you did. Yeah. You did. <laughs> you did. All right. Uh, we move on to track number four, gentlemen. Uh, this is called Marshalltown. Let's give it a quick little... Marshmallow Town. Marshmallow. Um, I was going to make a really bad joke. Anyways, okay, here we go. Uh, Marshalltown. Hold on. You know what? Actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to skip ahead here because I forgot there was like a really super long intro here. Hang on a sec. And we'll go right here. There we go right now. I'm just a kid, and life is a nightmare. Oh, wait. I guess I'll go first since I started. Even hardcore bands like to sing about escaping their terrible towns. Right. And what's with so from Slipknot to Modern Life is War, I have a very bad picture of Iowa. I, I've never <laughs> been there, but I don't want to go to Iowa anymore. It sounds depressing. And this song to. sucks, in my opinion. I didn't like this one at all. Yeah. Oh well. See, I I, I liked it, but it kind of funny thing. I what I. Like said in my first line was exactly what you said, uh, like Dan, basically. Um, so again, a song headline by the band's hometown, Marshall, Iowa. 
um, we have spoken quite a few times on on like punk bands or hardcore bands, whatever. Like, all have at least one song that's about or referencing getting out or hating your hometown. Um, and this paints a pretty dull picture of a uh, of Marshall and Iowa. Um, I don't want to go there. So if that was their intention, um, I never ever want to visit this town. So if you're from there, I am sorry, but we and I'm not, I want to speak to all of us, but I'm going to. We will probably never visit um, this town in, um, in Iowa. Probably. I want to go to TripAdvisor and leave a review for the town and be like, Modern Life is War has told me never to go to you, and it's drab and boring and terrible. To prove me wrong. Tell, tell me I'm wrong here. Yeah. One star. <laughs> so, I, just a, one last thing. I do like like one lyric a lot in it, mm-hmm. uh, in, this, uh, in this song, and it's, the world isn't against you, my dear. It's just It just doesn't care. And... That kind of hit me home with me. I I thought that was like very very like like, like hardcore kind of emo ish. Like no one, what my 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 city, no one cares about me. I'm so depressed. Your city doesn't leave. fucking care about you, no matter where you are in this yeah, world. Yeah, it doesn't even Unless know you you're exist. Like the mayor of the city. Exactly. So it should be very relatable. Exactly right. My I'll... town doesn't care about me. I care about you though. You're not. You're my matters. whole world, not my town. Oh, hearts forever. <laughs> <laughs> um, I agree with Dan. I didn't like this song either. This this How's is okay? this is one of those. Yeah, it was. It was just. Well, I think you know. Honestly, this song could have been improved a hell of a lot more if they would have shaved off the first like minute and a half of it. That was just like nothing but like open guitar riffs and like nothing else going for it. It like it kicks in the high gear at about uh, I'd say like the two minute mark or so, um, but even when it does, it's just like they blew their load way too long ago. Where it's just like ah, uh, fine, I guess, sure, okay. whatever, whatever you guys say, just 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 say it and get over with, I guess. Modern ejaculation is war. I mean, is it though? I mean. I, I suppose on. I don't remember what song it is, but there is a song where he says a billboard of ejaculation and something, something Hot. masturbation. I don't know. Hot. When masturbation's Hot. lost, it's fun. You're you're fucking lazy. Uh, okay, we, we move on to track number five. Uh, this is D E A D R. Just say dead Ramones. Okay. Dead Ramones. Just say dead Ramones. <laughs> but it has a period between each letter. Anyways, here you go. I know. Can I, I go first? Oh, I say, like, can I go first? Dan, don't, don't break my heart here. This is my favorite track on the album. However, I was 100% into the song, and you even played the fucking part, which annoyed me. I was 100% into this jam. I've listened to this song quite a bit since doing, the, uh, like, I listened to this like two weeks ago when we were going to review it. Yeah. But this song I've listened to out of everything on the album a lot. But every time he says, mom and dad still don't approve, I'm like, oh, you just ruined this song. I like it 90% now. Yeah. That is such a dumb fucking lyric. This is a hot topic in 2001. <laughs> it told, uh, I was, yeah. But it's still, the song is a fucking banger. I love it. It's I really, just hate that so one lyric. I, I can take that critique and I, I can agree. Because I think it is my second favorite song. And I think most of the world agrees with you, Dan, because. I just checked Spotify, and it is top song on Spotify. It is. It's oh, a top it? song on on Apple Music as well. So it makes it, 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 I'm happy that you enjoy it because it seems like the entire like the fan base enjoys it um, just as much. Um, and I love even the whole like I remember like hearing his live too, and like that whole like like the Dead Ramones part where he like he spells it out. That that's a, a great fucking part, and and just seeing it live, it's it's high energy. It's fucking awesome, and I really great really song. Love it. Just yeah. can't you change mom and dad don't approve to like I don't know. Maybe I know a, that maybe twenty four hours approve. ago he he wants to be sedated. Maybe <laughs> no nowhere to live. No, nowhere okay. to go. Put me on a something. Put me on a plane. Hurry, hurry, hurry before he goes insane. I with, with don't want to be buried in 
the press on my side. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I agree with you guys. This is uh, one of the when I first heard that we were reviewing uh, this album in particular, I was like, well, let me see what the like the top five or six songs on Spotify are, and so I can at least get like a taste for what this band is. And obviously, this is the first one that's at the top of the list. So I was like, oh, cool, well, that's part of the album that we'll be reviewing. So maybe I should give this a listen first to see if like I like it. And I was like, wow, I'm like I actually kind of like this song, and uh, that opinion hasn't changed. It's uh, it's just as good as the first time I heard it when I was uh, prepping to listen for the rest of this album. So yeah, it's it seems like this would be the one that everyone gets uh, in the pit and fucking causes some fucking chaos to. Um, mm. Yeah, I dig it. It's a cool song. I dig it. Sweet. Best song on the album. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Well, I, aside from the first one, that's. But I know you don't like the first one. But yeah. Anyways, uh, we move on to track number six. It's called Young Man on a Spree. Let's give that one a quick little listen. Shall we? I'll see I rhymed that one. See? See what I did there? No? I liked it. Nice. Thanks. You, 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 Benny, you, 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 me, yeah, you. So, I don't know. I'm not entirely sure, um, like what the song is about. I mean, I hear like I see young man on a spree. He's on a shopping and... spree. <laughs> and it goes to that dark place, um, and I mean overall, I mean the song is pretty dark. <laughs> it, you don't say. Not a lot of, not a lot of happy moments. Um, I mean. It could be about a shooting. I mean, someone said online. I, again, I usually go to like, so like, like I think it's called like song backs or song memes, and like this. It, it's so funny because whenever I go to those things, mm-hmm. it's from when the, the band released the album, right? So it's 2005 internet kids, like given their like, like the, their perspective on what these songs are about, and some guy said it was about like, uh, like, like kids taking cover like during the like during the Cold War. Which I'm like, okay. I was I'm like, like I... Cold War didn't happen in 2005, but okay. No, but okay, but this this bit also speaks about about stories that aren't their own. Fair. So that's what I think he, they were. Oh, um, so I don't know what's um exactly what it was about, but I mean, I do like some of the lyrics in this too. Um, I'll assassinate all the stars and, and all, all your bad dreams. I'll be I'll be yours just as long as you stay here with me. Um, because I don't want to be alone when these walls start closing in. Um, I love those lyrics, and I do like the song. It's not my favorite song, uh, but I'm very curious what you guys think it's about or your thoughts on the song in general. Daniel, you want to go? No, you go first. I don't like the song at all. <laughs> that, that is, that eh, is, it, there's. I mean, uh, I didn't write like a whole lot of notes for this album. I was kind of just, like more more going off of memory. Um, sure. And this was this is one of those songs where I was like. I remember listening, I've listened to this album three times now, and every time that I get to this track, I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, it, it, it's it's like I give it like 30 seconds, and I'm like, okay, okay now I realize, yeah, I hate this song, and I just, I skipped ahead. So, yeah, yeah it's, it's not great. It's not my favorite. Sorry. <laughs> so this is actually one of my favorite songs. I think really? mostly because, like I said, the drummer, if you notice, they turned the drummer up to like 15 on this song. He's higher than, like... The levels of the drummer are higher than the vocals. Mm-hmm. And like when he starts doing his fills at the end, like Jesus Christ. And like, it's just like a driving force through the whole thing. It's like, I'm worried. I, and I don't know what the lyrics are about. It probably is a school shooting from. No, it's a what? shopping spree, guys. Come on. Young, okay, young okay. man, young man on a spree. He got his first credit card. He's, he's right. He's ready to go. Right. But it's nonetheless, the... the drums are fucking choice. Like I loved it. I will. It's not my favorite song on the album, but man. The one credit that I will give to most uh, modern hardcore bands is, uh, musicality speaking, most are very, very proficient in everything that that, that they do. Like drummers are usually just like spot on with with their with their technique. Uh, most guitarists uh, have 
a, a sense of versatility and 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 uh, and just kind of ways to craft their 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 sound. Um, it's just a and shame that like they're drowned out completely in hardcore. I which, yeah, which is always like a weird thing for me because you'd think that would be something to be a lot more prevalent given the fact that like the guitars are usually very chaotic and just kind of sporadic that you would think that the bass would be the one that'd be like overpower them a little bit more to kind of help be like the, well, the shining force that, that kind of moves the song along. I mean, uh, it always makes sense because at most hardcore shows, mm-hmm. the singer hardly ever sings. Yeah. Also it's, true. It's always like getting vocal. Yeah. <laughs> um, which I mean, that's my favorite part of, of going to hardcore shows is, is, is that part. But. Sure. But yeah, uh, okay, we move on to track number seven. It's called I'm Not Ready. Let's give it a quick little uh, lisseroony. Yeah, go for it. So my problem with this album is the drawn out moody slower songs that are just nagging at you over and over and slowly. It's like an angsty me without you. Like it's oh. slam poetry hey. screamed. <laughs> well, hey. Slam poetry screamed over like some kids that learn deftone songs. So just the slow songs. <laughs> the slower paced songs drive me nuts on this album and I hated this song. I felt like this was like an 8 minute long song and I was ready for it to be over. Yeah, that's kind of <laughs> yeah, kind of feel exactly the same. Anytime way. they're going heavy and fast, I am digging it, but anytime they're doing this like drawn out, slow paced, setting the mood thing, I'm like, "Oh my god." <laughs> that's my opinion. Ooh. So if you want to set the mood with Daniel, um, don't bring in, don't bring in none of your like, slow hardcore shit. That's right. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't want none of this slow hard stuff. I want the fast hard stuff. Yeah. So Dan, just while on, while we're on this topic, what sets the mood for you? If it if it isn't slow hardcore, what sets the mood for you? Smooth yeah. jazz. Smooth jazz. Art Pepper. That's right. Kenny G. Obviously. Whoa, 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 Kenny G. Let's wait, wait, ho- wait. You don't like Kenny G? In the 90s. You don't, you don't like Enya? Is, is that? I know, I know Enya's not. I know Enya's not jazz. Enya's great. Enya, Enya is great. If I'm in the middle of a forest and there's like fireflies away, everywhere, and you're playing away. Enya. I'm in a great mood. Sail so, away. I can agree <laughs> with you that I prefer their their fast songs as opposed to. They're slower songs, mm. um, and I definitely agree. And it kind of made me laugh when you would you say it was like slam poetry with someone learning Deftones yeah. in, in the background. That's actually really funny. Screaming um, slam poetry. That's right. Don't get me wrong, listeners. I love Deftones. I fucking love Deftones. Setting. You know, yes. Chino sings differently than that. He's not screaming hardcore lyrics about how angsty his life is. I'm not ready. <laughs> Although I would argue that Adrenaline kind of is more of a hardcore-ish album, at least for in terms of Deftones, uh, in terms okay. of their discography. Which is funny because that's one of my least favorite Deftones. No shit, a, really. You know, White Pony, Saturday Night, okay. Around the Fur. Like, oh, those are my jams. Fucking love Around the Fur. That Around is... the Fur is the best Deftones oh. album ever. No, that's not true. White Pony's better than, than Around the Fur. I, I, will mm-hmm. die up, I will die on that fucking hill, White sir. White Pony is fantastic, and if they would have actually included the back-to-school song and not as a sample, it, you can get it on the special edition. Yes, you can. Yeah, Not uh, on the original album, because I remember I bought that album in high school, and I was like, what? Yeah. How is this song not on this album? Well, and what was, what was even crazier is that was the first song on the album to start off the album. So it's like they started off with a bonus track instead of putting it at the very end, which is great because you're like, holy shit, this album's amazing. And then you're like, oh, yeah, that's a bonus track, technically speaking. It's like, oh... <laughs> 
Assholes. That was like their big hit at the time, too. It was. Like, no. Oh, God, I fucking love that song so much. It's so sad you can't find it on vinyl anywhere either because it doesn't nope. it doesn't exist. I have exi- White Pony. I got excited. Well, I think I bought the special edition. I don't know if it's on there. I have the de- I have the deluxe uh, edition of that as well. And yeah, it's not on there. Uh, it was supposed to be on like their greatest hits uh, comp that they released a few months back. Um, and didn't make the cut, which I'm really, really pissed about that. Do they hate that song or something? They must, because apparently it's not on anything else on vinyl, uh, which is really unfortunate, because that song's fucking amazing. Arguably, probably one of my favorite Deftone songs, with the exception of Be Quiet and Drive, which yes. is... On Around the Fur. Oh, well, yeah, that is on Around the Fur. If, if... We're getting out of tangent here, but I fucking love on... it. White Pony, that would be my favorite because White Pony's a fantastic album. It is. Knife Parties on there, fucking yeah. Digital Baths on there. Well, I like more songs and just barely more songs on Around the Fur more. That's but fair. White Pony, yeah, okay. That's We're fair. Done with that tones right now. Um, that's fair. I, I still I still contend that White Pony's better than Around the Fur. It, like I said, it's it's neck and neck, but White Pony just just ekes it out. Anyways, nonetheless, we did. Uh, hold on, Benny, are you a Deftones fan at all? Um, so it's funny. It's I. It's one of those bands that like I everyone around me really enjoy, but for some reason I never never really listened to them that much. I, I don't know why. I just I, I don't I'm saying I don't I actually have a bunch of the a bunch of the records too that Oh you do? Do you really? Yeah. Which one do you have? Uh one, one second. Uh oh. Now now he's gonna go dig in the collection. Here we go. <laughs> like... Ladies one, and gentlemen, one second, one, one we, we're we're now diving deep into the Benny and the Wax Wax archives. <laughs> I need to get. I actually don't own Saturday Night Wrists. And I love that album. I don't. I don't own that album either. I own White Pony, uh, Around the Fur, Adrenaline, uh, and then I think I have. I think I have their self-titled. Pretty sure. I also that, want to get their B sides because the acoustic version of Be Quiet and Drive. Oh my so gosh! Yes. I don't have uh, White Pony. Okay. Um, but uh, I think this live album that I got from like Record Store Day. Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's definitely uh, good. You like live albums? Uh, the covers. Ooh, okay. The covers. Okay. Um, nice. And then the, the B side of rarities. Yeah. Well, you have the B side of rarities, so you have the acoustic version of "Be Quiet and Drive," which is such. It's, you need to listen to that song tonight. That's a fucking okay. bop, dude. Oh, it's, it's the so last good. song. On it's it. you know what's funny. So I, good. I feel bad because I think I, I bought those because like my. My best friend is like a huge fan of Deftones, mm-hmm. um, so I I wanted to like see like what the fuss was about. Um, I remember seeing them a long time ago. Um, at Co- I believe it was Cobo Hall. I forget. I don't know if it was a. It wasn't Taste of Chaos. It was, it was some. It was some like I think they, I don't know if they were headlining, but it, me and my or my me and my ex or my girlfriend at the time and and her sister got like barricade. Mm-hmm. And okay, who was the lead singer's name again? Chino. Chino. Chino Moreno. Chino. So. Chino like spots like, spots me like, in the front. He literally like gets right in front of me, and he he like he basically like, and it like, tells me to like grab grab his hand, and I'm holding his hand, and he's singing. Fuck like, you, right, man! No, oh, like, that's right amazing. Me, that's amazing. It was it was pretty rad. I'm like, this guy's pretty cool. <laughs> it's it's so funny because Chino always looks like he's the most out of place in the entire band. Like he's like wearing like Aero Postal, and like everyone else is like dressed all in black. It's like Okay, what's going on here? Um, but yeah, that that dude fucking wails. I am, I've seen him. I've seen Deftones. I think like three or four times, and every time they've always been on like an amazing fucking show. Yeah, always good I stuff. Really, you know, I will. So, what song again? It's a Be Quiet so and Drive. Be, be Quiet and Drive, and also they do a cover of the Smiths. Please, 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 let me get what I want. Oh, that, there. yeah, that's also very good. Agreed. It's funny. I was debating. Uh, like solving that one point in time because at one point on Discogs it was like worth like, it was selling for like two hundred dollars. Yeah, I know. I um, want it, and you have it. It's uh, well, it recently got repressed. Uh, I don't know okay, if it's available. I don't know if it's available anymore. But though. now it's like it's a lot. It's <laughs> not even close to hundred bucks. It's like thirty or forty bucks. Oh yeah, that's why. Yeah, because it got repressed. Really, really, yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, because it recently got but, repressed. But yeah, it's a. Uh, I mean, I've been. It's funny because like even like those other two albums, like I haven't listened to them like that much. Um, but I mean, you guys know how it is. Like when you have like, well, I have like half of what you guys have and some, some, some records just get like lost in the shuffle sometimes. And you it happens. You have them. It happens. And, uh, yeah, it happens. We should, uh, we should review White Pony one of these days. I think that'd be a lot of fun, especially for Benny. All right. Uh, but we, <laughs> oh, but we well, have to I review the rest of this album because we still have two songs left to go. Episode, uh, first 
two, though. Still. Oh, I haven't we, forgotten about that. Don't worry. We have tons of ideas for episodes, dear listeners. Uh, but before we get into all that, let's uh, talk about these last two tracks that are on this album because we still haven't finished up this album yet. Uh, two more. Here's track number eight. Uh, it's Young Man's Blues. Let's give that a quick little listen. Hey, can I go first? I mean, if you want. I, I say because I, I haven't gone first uh, this entire review. Um, this is the song that actually uh, changed my mind about the band for like a split second because I'll be honest with you, like as we were going through this album, uh, and, well, I should say as I was going through this album and in, in, in composing my thoughts here for this review, there were songs that were, like I said, that I just absolutely did not care for and there were songs that I was lukewarm about and then there was a few that I that I really really loved so it was like it was this constant like up and down roller coaster of mm. of, of of an album where I was like oh I like this oh I fucking hate this oh I love this oh, I fucking hate this um and this is one of those songs where I go you know what maybe I misjudged this band because this this song is really really fucking good and I don't know if it's just because it's 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 chaotic and it's just kind of all over the place um but there there's something that feels very cohesive uh about the way that's all put together and uh i don't know I, I i can't describe it any more than that than just saying it's probably one of my more favorite songs on the album wow look at you so, so there you're you go. growing i'm, I'm mean, not growing i, I just there, there are certain hardcore songs i actually like no i I'm kidding. Like, I understand. So, of course, this is like you know a very very upbeat song. It's very it's very. It's <laughs> I would, very, I would very call it. Positive. I would I would not call it upbeat. I would I'm, definitely not call it upbeat. So, listeners, um, if you don't know what sarcasm is, um, I am a firm believer in in that, um, in that fact. So, okay, so this song, I mean, it's called Young Man's Blues. <laughs> uh, first of all, yeah, I mean, and I think it's just about just. Realizing like your dreams will never come true, so you just give it, just give up. <laughs> I mean, some of the lyrics I did really enjoy. Um, I, I'm just now a kid in the chorus, empty street, corner profit. I mean, that's kind of cool. Um, because I'm a real cool killer with a killer, uh, killer blow. I lock jaw practice with my guts of gold, plastic surgery to fit the mold. I mean, I love it. I think like overall, like lyrically, I really enjoy. Like the like like this album like and again I kind of we can point out but, but hardcore like it gets well sometimes not all the time it can sound the same so like lyrically is often where I try and like find connection to songs sure um, for sure um, but Daniel I'm very curious what you think I hope you didn't find connection to this song this is the most self-deprecating sad shit of my life song ever well I mean but it's called Young Man's before- Blues. Before I get into my opinion of this song, you guys have pushed me down this rabbit hole right now. I just want to say one more song you need to check out of the <laughs> Dope Piece. Right he they cover. Uh, God, where was I? I've been listening to it while we were talking. No ordinary love. It's a Shade cover. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Jonah from Far. Yeah. Oh yeah. my God, the song like the bass is so sexy. I, my nipples are hard. Ooh. Um, sorry, but I'll get back. To- Speaking oh, of sexy, I'm on a death right, right now. now. You are. Um, so yeah, the lyrics are, uh, pretty, pretty much downers in this song. Dreaming big, <laughs> dreaming big digs you in a bigger hole than the one, than the one you were even born into. <sighs> but I fucking, I actually really do love the song like a lot. Yeah, it's see? just a real depressing, I hate my life song, but it's super good. It's <laughs> how it always goes, right? <laughs> but yeah, I, I dig it. All right. Uh, we move on to track number nine, the final track on the album which is called Hair-Raising Accounts of Restless Ghosts. What is a fucking long-ass title? A.K.A. Hell is for Heroes, Part 2. Who are they, Fall Out Boy? Yeah. <laughs> our our lawyer told us to write this song so we wouldn't get sued. And also, uh, uh, Heaven Will Be the B-Side to My Heart of Hell, Part 27, 69, 420. Okay, let's give it a listen.
So I guess I'll go. Sure. Um, so, uh, <laughs> I know you kind of made me joke about how long, how, how long the, the the title of the track is, which is, it, it was hilarious. So I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll give you that. in comparison but, to most emo songs, I mean, it, it's yeah. it, it's it's right on par. It's on par. So it did like a, like, I think it was a kind of a cool way to, to like like round out the album. So, um, so it ended up where, where it began. It also mentions the same. Um, endless like broken lines from Marshall Towns so are kind of references back to that. Mm-hmm. Um, just a song about you know like about like, being like n- misunderstood, like, like but like never giving in. Um, I do like the lyric. Um, these dreams will be my anchor. These dreams will be the death of me. I fucking love that lyric like so much. Um, but I do think that it's like, overall though like and this song also like brings this fact is like that it's it's just sprinkled with like just coming together and just getting through it um and i think that's what kind of like i think that hardcore a lot is about camaraderie and and, and i guess and like being like coming together whether it be through sisterhood or brotherhood um and i think that's what this like, album like to me accomplishes that you, you're not alone even though you're going through fucking shit <laughs> for sure daniel um, I was disappointed. It had nothing to do with ghosts. <laughs> Listen, uh, Ray Parker Jr. was not going to be doing any note? guest vocals on this one. <laughs> <laughs> no, my other notes are it's better than Hell's for Heroes Part 1, but it's still <gasps> forgettable. I mean, I, I will kind of agree with you on that one, Dan, but the... The one thing that I will say I think helps to kind of move this song along, even though it's a lot longer than obviously any of the other songs in the track listing, is that guitar riff that we were kind of listening to like before we faded the music out. That that do 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 like that kind of like that rocking sweeping like a uh, um, scale going back and forth. Yeah, um, I don't know something about that just kind of kept me invested through the rest of the song. But yes, there are moments of it where it's like it overstays its welcome. Um, to to where it's like, okay, better than than the previous track, but not much better. Actually, no, I should take that back because the previous track is, track is sick. yeah, I actually like that song a lot. Um, mm. is um, I, and then previous track I meant like the the first uh, Hell is for Heroes Part One. That's what I meant. Um, okay, but like, I want to defend my stances. Sure. The actual only note I wrote was I'm disappointed. There's no ghosts. <laughs> but I could say that it's forgettable because I don't even remember listening to this song. I listened to this album a few times now. <laughs> yeah, it it like I said, there there are it blends in. It it does, and like I said, that's always been my criticism of hardcore is that there are you don't know when one song ends and one song begins. It's uh, it, it's it's how it's, life is. It's true. It is true. Every um, day is a song that you never know when it ends or when it begins. This is the song that never No, no, no. Right. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. You do not Benny. invoke. Stop it. I'm just going to go listen to. God, it's singing. Go listen to Deftones. Blasting in my headphones while we do this podcast. Hell yeah. All right. Uh, let's do our review scores here. Uh, gentlemen, uh, Benny, obviously, you're the one that proposed this uh, this album to us. So I will let you start off with uh, your review score. Uh, and so then we'll, we'll go down the line. Um, like, even though that like, I haven't listened to a, a lot of horror recently, this still like is a, a special album to me, mm-hmm. just because it, it it gives me like like my connection to like when I first really got into hardcore, and even like my connection with my my, my best bud. So, um, like eight point five is where I'm gonna go, just because it it is one of my favorite um, hardcore albums. Who's your um, best bud? Apparently, best bud it's not us. Is... Wow. Yeah, apparently it's not us. Wow. Is this the friend you're going to go to the Avril Lavigne show without us with? Mm-hmm. Clearly. Actually, like, no, that's a, my, that's my, my wife's, uh, like, like friend and, and his, uh, and his boyfriend. So those are your best buds? Okay. I got wow. it. Wow. That, 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 um, that hurts, Benny. That, that, that really fucking hurts. So, so, anyways, where where can I find you on social media? Uh, this podcast this podcast is over. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Oh, sorry, uh, Daniel. What what uh, what score would you give this? Uh... I would give this a solid six. I would. There's three songs I will put in a playlist and listen to more, over and over. Especially the Ramones songs, Dead Ramones. Love that song. Mm-hmm, that's pretty good. Um, but 
overall, it's it's not a full album that I love by a hardcore band. Yeah, I, I would say uh, my score is not far off from yours, Dan. I would give this a 5.5, um, nice. mainly because I feel there are songs on here that are just so forgettable and just there's not a lot to grasp onto either, whether it's through lyrics or through instrumentation. It just feels like there is... Uh, for lack of a better term, just a lot of filler in this record. But there are, there's definitely some standouts. Like I said, that, that Dead Ramones song is obviously one of them for sure. Um, I would say uh, Outsiders uh, Hells for Heroes Part 1. Um, the Martin Atchet song I, I kind of enjoyed as well. Um, Young Man's Blues, I dig that as well. But there, but a lot of the other ones I'm just like, uh, especially Marshalltown. I think that was the one that like I finally went, I don't like this album and I don't think I'm going to like anything else past this point. That was like the moment that like, completely soured it for me so uh a 5.5 for me hey, and that's honestly like a lot better than what i thought was gonna happen dude <laughs> i mean you always think that I, I walk into hardcore albums that i'm just like gonna completely shit all over my, i try my hardest to give me a very honest review and, and try and not like craft a critique that's just going to make you mad but thing is i wouldn't even i wouldn't be mad no matter what you said i know because, you wouldn't like I don't, I don't give i don't give a shit like like this is like we say this all the time, like we have different opinions of music. Like, like we have a lot of similar opinions of music, but we also True. have like, a lot of different opinions of music too. And I knew going going into this that like if I picked this album, you probably wouldn't like it as much as I did. I I, I and I'm talking to Shakuna here. I I thought Dan it'd be more likely that you might like it, which is kind of true. Like you had had a higher score mm -hmm. um, than Shakuna did. Um. But uh, I mean, no really surprises here. Like again, like, it's it's all in good fun. Like, I I I I really don't care if you don't like it because no, I still it's love it. it's not that I don't right? like it. Um, I think where the 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 divide is is probably yeah. when you were getting into hardcore. I was probably getting into screamo at that point in time and post hardcore, and that's sure. kind of, and that's probably where I like I went down that path. So I started listening to bands like Thursday and Under Oath, and then I get they started getting into like. Po uh, like uh, bands like like the Deftones. Uh, mm -hmm. So it's like, so when I finally got introduced to hardcore, it, it was kind of like this doesn't. There's nothing for me to grasp onto because I'm so spoiled by post hardcore and screamo and I can understand that and, and, so, and heavier rock. I think I told the story before, but like I got into like 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 my first intro to like like the scene or scene music or whatever sure. was hardcore. So okay. I went to my first hardcore show in like the summer of 2004. Okay. Um, and, and that was the same year that I also like, so that's, a, that's my first like show um, in like some like shitty, like shitty warehouse um, in like downtown Windsor. Mm -hmm. um, I went to that, like that, like that uh, in store Christmas show where we were like used and, and good Charlie and, I think it was, I think, uh, and Jimmy Eat World and Team Max Sunday. I think it was. Holy but, shit! I mean, that that was your first but, scene show. That was, that was my first like scene show. Yeah. No fucking way. That's so, crazy. But I mean, <clears throat> but I started out getting into hardcore. I'm like, oh, this is fucking sick. So I think that's why I have like a special connection to hardcore, just because it was my first like intro to like art, like to like, like underground music. Got it. Like, Got it. Which, no, that makes I, sense. So, I mean, but again, like it's a, I'm not trying to like defend myself. I'm, I'm just giving you no, 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 giving, giving you and if anybody's listening <laughs> perspective on I don't know how and where my mind's at. But uh For sure. Yeah. No so uh are... speaking of where your mind's at, where can I find uh your thoughts on the internet, uh Benny? I mean, I don't have many thoughts. Um No one does. It's you guys have but, both I mean, been very quiet on social media lately. I have been. I know I have been for sure. But anyways, Benny, where can um, I find I you? Mean, if you want to see my uh, my thoughts, I guess uh, Benny and the Wax um, on Twitter or fucking X. Um, no, it's Twitter. Don't 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 give Elon Musk Twitter, the fucking credit. It's fine. It's, it's Twitter, Twitter um, Instagram, TikTok. You know what's funny is that just going to like threads. I thought that was gonna be a thing, and I totally abandoned my my my, my threads. I think and most people did. I still get. The little, what's annoying though is it get notifications now. Oh, you have a new follower on Threads. I'm like I don't give a fucking shit because I never, I never ever go on it. But I heard Aww. you can't. 
I feel like it's tied forever. It is. So I don't think you can turn it off. Yeah, it's I, think it's, I think it's tied forever to, like, your Instagram account now. So, yeah, so if you want to get rid of it, you have to just get rid of your Instagram, which is fucking annoying. It is. But now I'm, I just, like, roll my eyes whenever I get a notification, like, saying that I have a new follower because I really don't give a shit. Womp but womp. if you follow me, you follow me, great, yay. Um, but I he probably give won't. A shit. <laughs> yeah. Did you hear that, dear listeners? Benny doesn't give a shit about you. Don't follow him on threads. Don't follow him anywhere. As a matter of fact, now go follow him everywhere, uh, especially on threads. Uh, Daniel, where can I find you on the internet? You can find me anywhere on the internet listening to Deftones Besides the Rarities at Ecto Cooler Ghost. Is that what you're listening to right now while, while we're yeah. talking? Nice. Good for you. <laughs> uh, you can find me at the Big Shakuna or online as well. Um, also go to our website. It is www.besideourselves.com. That's where you can find all of our playlists, all the links to listen to this podcast and all of our previous episodes. Uh, you can go buy t-shirts and stuff because there are t-shirts there. Dan, I'm sure we'll be making us a new design at some point in time. We haven't sold I mean, enough of the last design yet. We talk about but, they're, they're, they're flying off the shelf. They the, are selling out like game busters. Dan, yeah. variety is the spice of life. Make us another design. Uh, anyways, go, go to our website. Once again, it's besideourselves.com. Uh, and uh, we'll see you guys next time. And in the meantime... It's time to flip the record over. Hell yeah. Go Lions. This... <laughs> yeah, I said it. Deftones also have a really good song they're going to cover by Duran Duran. Yeah, the they... chauffeur. Yeah, they do.